Happy New Year's. 2019 is a year for growth, whether it's growth mentally, physically, or in wealth. I hope everyone achieves what they need to and enjoy your lives. I know I'm ready to face my challenges, ideas this year, and build my individual growth. So why not you? It's your time. So let's keep it moving. For the first episode, I will be giving my perspective on the Golden State Warriors play, LeBron's GOAT rant, and my top five MVP candidates in this season. As for the NFL, I will be giving my wildcard predictions for this weekend, as well as my Super Bowl pick. So let's get to it. For the NBA talk, I'm going to talk about the Golden State Warriors play. What everyone is saying about the Warriors is that the doors open and they're vulnerable. To me, that's just not the case. The door is still shut and the Warriors and the Warriors are still the best team in the league. The reason why they're not doing so well is because of the bench, Draymond Green's play, and the center position. Draymond Green's play has not been great this season. It's been horrific. He can't shoot anymore as he as he used to. To me, I just think that he just needs to go over to Steph or Clay or their shooting coach to better his uh, percentages. The bench, they're, they're going through some issues because, well, I mean, they don't really have that many good scorers on that team, on, on the bench. But to me, I think that, I just think that Steve Curry just needs to implement Alfonso McKinney and Quinn Cook more into the, into the lineup. And the more that they play, the better that they are. And I would also say the center position. The center position, they're going through issues because uh, they're still missing DeMarcus Cousins. He's the final piece for the Warriors and their run. And the fact that he's been injured and they have not been doing so well without him. Uh, that only speaks to what they're going to get when he comes back from his injury. They're going to get somebody that's better than Bogut and someone who's better than Zaza Pachulia and JaVel McGee at playmaking, rebounding, getting blocked shots, making timely possessions happen. And plus, he's going to be smoothly implemented into the Warrior system which is great for him in his play. There's going to be a lot of wide open shots for him, a lot of a lot of times for him to give a really good pass. So, and he's a great playmaker. So, it should be very very easy. And to me, I think the I think that the Warriors are going to turn it around this season, um especially with their wins. And I feel like they just need to go on a 10 to 15 game winning streak and they'll definitely turn it around. The Warriors, they're doing fine. Um, They're currently at like the third seed in the West. So if they want to go to the one seed, all they just need to do is just 
transition Boogie Cousins, and it's a wrap. On to the next topic. The next topic we're going to get into is the LeBron James greatest of all time rant. LeBron James said that he's the greatest of all time publicly just because he won the 2016 Finals. LeBron James should have been more humble. He didn't even give enough credit to Kyrie, Kevin Love, or Tristan Thompson's contributions. Kyrie made all the key shots, and and he was the catalyst for the last three games. He was the one that was really scoring in the fourth quarter when they needed it the most. And then on top of that, you could actually make the case that he should have been the finals MVP. While Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson, they also made key contributions for rebounds. They was getting a bunch of boards during that series. And LeBron James also said that that team that they went against was the greatest team ever since. A simple. And that's nowhere near the case. They only had one superstar in Stephen Curry. And they were nothing without Stephen Curry. Remember, Draymond Green and Klay Thompson, they were bench players. While Stephen Curry was the best player on the team. And he still is the best. In my eyes, he still is the best player on the team. We could debate that part for another day. But let's get back to the point. That team wasn't the greatest team ever assembled at all. And it took the perfect storm for them to win that championship. It took Stephen Curry's injury, Draymond Green's suspension, Andrew Boga's injury, and, and the game six problems with the refs for them to pull out that game by four points. Remember, four points. The Cavs should have blown them out if that if they were that great. Okay? And and what I would also say is, yes, they did go 73 games and nine. But they also lost nine games in the postseason. That does not sound like the greatest team of all time. At all. And then on top of that, what I would also say for this topic overall is that MJ, Bill Russell, Kareem, Kobe, Magic, and a bevy of other players have never said that they are the greatest player of all time publicly at all. They have always given credit to the players before them, after them, and the players that they play with. And LeBron James isn't doing that. LeBron James isn't being humble. And to me, I don't even think that LeBron James is better than Larry Bird. We could save that for another day. But what I think that LeBron should do from now on is instead of promoting himself and talking about himself, he should just let the media, the media actually decide who the greatest player of all time is. Don't let, don't let yourself have to do it. Let everybody else say it. Now we're going to move on to the final topic of the NBA talk.
Last but not least, on the NBA topic, my top five MVP candidates so far in the season, which is really just a regular season award. It makes zero sense to me exactly why people tried to mix it with the playoffs. No, no, it has nothing to do with the playoffs. Let's keep it a regular season award. And that's exactly what it is. It should just go to the person who has the best stats with the best team record. That's it. And let's keep it that way. So at number one, I got Steph. Steph has been balling this season. He's almost averaging 30 points, but his percentages are on fire. He almost has a 50-50-90. Now, if he can continue that and his team gets to like a one seed, he could actually win the MVP. And he is my dark horse for winning it. But obviously the favorite is is Anthony Davis. But I don't think that he's going to win it because he's missing too many games. And also his team is below 500 right now. Now on to the next person, Kawhi. Kawhi has been playing very well. Kawhi has been doing very well on defense and offense. He's been well averaging well over 25 points and almost three steals a game. He's been very, very, very crucial for the um, Toronto Raptors. They have been really doing very well this season. They're number two in the East. The next player I have is Giannis. Giannis has been doing very well. Giannis is actually number one in the East, and he's averaging like 25 and 13 rebounds. He's been doing very well for that team, and they're actually number one in the East, like I said. And to me, I think like they could actually be a threat in the playoffs. But the regular season, this regular season award has nothing to do with the playoffs. So as of right now, he's looking really good for the MVP spot. Number four, James Harden. James Harden, ever since that that Chris Paul has gone down with that injury, they are 11 and 2. And he's been averaging well over 30 points. And they have been doing very well since that James Hart since that Chris Paul has gone down with that injury. Now I don't really know if he can sustain that play, but if he does continue to, to sustain that play and his record and that team gets to a two seed or, or one seed, he could potentially win the MVP. And the last but not least, Paul George. Paul George has has been averaging well over thirty points for the last few games, and he has been really balling. His percentages have been really high, even though that Russell Westbrook has not been playing so well this season. And and um, and he's been doing very well on defense, averaging close to three steals, and uh, he's just been keeping it up. And that is it for my top five MVPs this season. Now we're going to move on to the NFL. Let's get into some football. My Super Bowl picks are the Saints and the Chiefs. Because of them having dominated regular seasons, and they both have MVP caliber quarterbacks and Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees. My sleeper picks are the Eagles and the Chargers. 
The Eagles, they've done this, they did this last year. They were the wild card team, and no one had anything on them. And and they ended up coming out. They had nothing to lose. That's why that they came out of and won the Super Bowl last year. This year, this year, they they also have nothing to lose. And they're going in with the same quarterback that they won with last year, who played very well, put up Joe Montana numbers in the postseason last year. And for the Chargers, the Chargers, they have been doing very well this season. And Phillip Rivers, he's desperate for a great run. So these are my sleeper picks, and these are my Super Bowl picks, my main Super Bowl picks. So let's get in to my wild card weekend picks. Next, my wild card picks. I'm taking the Colts over the Texans 35 to 24 because of Andrew Luck's experience. Next, I got the Chargers over the Ravens 35 to 31 because of their high power offense. Rivers has something to prove as well. Next, I got the Seahawks over the Cowboys, 28 to 21, because of what Russell Wilson being five times better than Dak Prescott. Although the Cowboys have done well this season in terms of the regular season, and they have a pretty good defense, but I expect for the Russell Wilson to tear them up and get a really good game and have a few touchdowns and come out with the win. Because they have the experience. That team has the experience. So I got the Seahawks over the Cowboys. The last team I have is the Eagles over the Bears, 24-17. And I know the Bears have had a really good season on the defensive end, yes. Because Just because they're doing well in the regular season, that doesn't mean that their quarterback is better than Nick Foles. Nick Foles has had a really great season last year, and I expect nothing less this season. He won the championship last season, and he was putting up Joe Montana numbers in the postseason. So this year, this team is actually underrated. And if Nick Foles is playing, I expect nothing less. So I'm taking him 24-17. to And that is it for my wild card picks this weekend. Thanks for listening to the podcast. There will be guests on the show this year and different segments being talked about. Have a great weekend and let's be miles ahead.